Welcome to another episode of Norman's Medical Review Podcast. Today I'll be continuing with the APCM topics, and today's topic is leukocytes or WBC. Leukocytes or WBC constitute only 1% of the total blood volume. They originate in the bone marrow and circulate throughout the lymphoid tissues of the body. There are five types of WBCs, which can be divided into two general categories. The first category is granulocytes, and the second category is agranulocytes. Let's talk about granulocytes. Granulocytes include neutrophils, basophils, and eosinophils. Neutrophils are WBCs whose nuclei are divided into three to five lobes and are therefore called polymorphonuclear leukocytes, or PMNs. The neutrophils are primarily responsible for maintaining, maintaining normal host defenses against invading bacteria and fungi, cell debris, and various foreign substances. Therefore, they increase in number during bacterial and systemic fungal infections and other instances that call them into action. Neutrophils have a short lifespan that varies from five to six hours, anywhere to four to five days. The bone marrow releases large numbers of neutrophils in response to an acute systemic bacterial infection. However, immature neutrophils, which are called band or band cells, are often released as part of this response. Eosinophils. Eosinophils can be, the nuclei of the eosinophils are bilobed, which means that there are two lobes in the nuclei. And their cytoplasmic granules stain a red color. Eosinophils reside primarily in the tissues rather than within the circulation. In the blood, they constitute 1% to 3% of total WBCs. Eosinophils have important host defense roles in allergic reactions, parasitic infections, um, chronic immune responses associated with conditions such as asthma. Therefore, eosinophils increase in number in response to allergic responses, worm infestation, and asthma. In response to allergic, in response to allergies, eosinophils release enzymes such as histaminase to inactivate histamine and other inflammatory substances, therefore decreasing the severity of inflammatory reaction. Basophils. Basophils are the least numerous of the white blood cells, accounting for only 0.3 to 0.5 of the total WBCs. The sustained or the stained basophil has dark blue granules that are so large and abundant that they sometimes conceal the appearance of the nucleus. These granules contain heparin, which is an anticoagulant, 
histamine, which is a vasodilator and mediators of inflammatory of inflammation such as bradykinin and leukotrienes. Because of what they contain, basophils are similar to mast cells. Like the mast cells and the eosinophils, the basophils are involved in allergic and hypersensitivity reaction. Let's talk about the agranulocytes. Agranulocytes are divided into two groups. There are lymphocytes and monocytes. Lymphocytes account for 20% to 30% of the total blood, white blood cells. They are the main functional cells of the immune system. These cells are found both in the blood and in lymph tissue. The function of lymphocytes in the lymph nodes and the spleen is to defend against microorganisms through the immune response. There are three types of lymphocytes, the B lymphocytes, the T lymphocytes, and natural killer cells. The B lymphocytes differentiate into plasma cells. It is the plasma cells that produce antibodies. The antibodies are involved in humoral mediated immunity. The T lymphocytes differentiate in the thymus and are involved in cell mediated immunity. As such, the T cell, the T lymphocytes are known as cytotoxic cells. The natural killer cell is a, um, the natural killer cells, these participate in innate or natural immunity and their function is to destroy foreign cells. Each type of lymphocytes have unique surface markers that can be identified and help to determine or define their function and diagnosis or the diagnosis of disease. Of the lymphocyte population, 80% are T cells, 10% are B cells, and 10% are natural killer cells. There are also histocompatibility antigens, and these are known as human leukocyte antigens or HLA. And they are found on the lymphocytes, the surface of the lymphocytes, and they are responsible for multiple aspects of human immunologic response. Let's talk about the monocytes, monocytes and macrophages. So monocytes are the largest in size among the WBCs and constitute approximately 3% to 8% of total leukocyte count. They are distinguished by a large amount of cytoplasm and a dark stained nucleus in the shape of a kidney. They can survive for months to years in tissue. They, those monocytes that are not in tissue and those that are circulating, so we're talking about the monocytes that are circulating, those monocytes in circulation have a lifespan of approximately one to three days, which is actually three to four times longer than the granulocytes. Monocytes are produced in the bone marrow. After leaving the vascular system and entering the tissues, they transform into macrophages. 
The specific activity of, of macrophages depend on their location. The macrophages are known as histocytes in loose connective tissue. Micro, uh, microglia cells, they are known as microglia cells in the brain, and they are known as the, the Kupfer cell in the liver. Other macrophages may function in the alveoli and lymph nodes. So together, monocytes and macrophages comprise the mononuclear phagocyte system, which is really a fancy term for what is known as the reticular endothelial system. Their primary role is host defense and defending the body. They can engulf larger and greater quantities of foreign material than the neutrophils. Under the right conditions, they, that's the macrophages now, under the right conditions, macrophages can convert into what is known as antigen-presenting cells, APC. APCs are involved in the immune response by activating lymphocytes and by presenting antigens to T cells. Monocytes and macrophages also play an important role in chronic inflammation. Well, I know this was quite lengthy, but there was no other choice. You can go over it and be familiar with the different cell types, their lifespan and their function. As usual, and as always, your brain is a fertile field. Be careful what you plant in it. Good night. Thanks for listening to Norman's Medical Review. Follow us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, hit the plus button on the top. Stay tuned for the next episode. Remember to listen and study well. Take care.